Welcome back, guys, to another episode of the Endless Growth Podcast. Yes, sir. Episode 49 today. Yeah, brother. We're back with you guys and happy to be here. 100%. Yeah, last uh, day of January for us. So, yeah, basically just wrapping up January for us. It's been a productive January. You know, it's been kind of all over the place, to be honest. It's, it's been, you know. Yeah, it's been an eye-opener. Yeah, for, for real? Me. Yeah. I mean, this has kind of been all over the place, huh? Yeah, it's it's, you know. Like I've said, in the, I think in the last podcast, I feel like after my vacation, I feel like when the new year actually started for me. Mm, yeah. Essentially thinking like, oh, I'm I'm stress free in a way. I can like kind of like focus on things now. Because back then I was New Year started, but I was still trying to focus on the trip and get shit done by then. But yeah, it's kind of been all over the place, honestly, for me. But okay. first month's kind of already check marked, you know, out of the 2024. So yes, sir, bro. One one out of twelve. We got, we got eleven months left. Exactly. This is crazy. Time moving. But you said that this was essentially like your first week because I think you got back here. Well, we filmed last podcast on Thursday. So yeah, essentially I got back on Wednesday at 10 at night. So, 10 at night. so literally like a week ago. So mm-hmm. it's been a week that you've been back, bro. How how you feeling now that you kind of had some time to come back, maybe analyze the year and shit? Shit. It, I don't know. This is a hard one to answer, but it's been, it's been all over the place. It's been pretty stressful. I'm not going to lie. A lot of stuff going on in the shop. It is a little slower time of the of the year too, but we just been having a lot of problems with cars and a bunch of shit. Yeah, just a bunch of stuff with business, and of course, you know, end of the you got quarterly taxes and tax seasons coming up for business owners. Probably the least mm. favorite part of the year or time of the year for people, but it is what it is. You know, you got to pay up. Yeah, because you have an LLC, right? Yeah. Did you opt in to pay quarterly then, or do you have like an S corp election status? Like, how how does that work? So I pay quarterly uh, sales tax. Uh, for this is the state tax. So, oh shit! Do you yeah. have the option or no? No, I think this is just in general like, quarterly. Oh shit! See, like okay, yeah, when this shit here hopefully soon. Yeah, with sales tax, that's with the state, and then your actual like end of year taxes, the federal type shit. Yeah, I think those. I think the the twenty ninth is actually the first day. You mm-hmm. can start filing yep. taxes, right? Yeah. Yeah. 100%. But I think we got what till April? April. The end of April? The, I, I wouldn't take it that far. I'd probably say like April 18th, 15th ish. It, it changes each year, but I think it's mm-hmm. like, I think this year ends like on a Monday or some shit like mm-hmm. that. But but yes, you are right. Yeah, I'm always waiting towards the end. You know, I'm always trying to, I'm, I'm dreading the whole tax thing, but yeah, it's whatever, you know. It's, yeah, let's explain why though. Cause for regular people that have like W 2 jobs and, you know, fucking nine to fives, whatever it is, we usually get money back. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? We get money back, you know, from, we claim our dependents or expenses. We went to school, I think it's called American Opportunity Credit or some shit like that. So you yeah, get like yeah, a bunch exploring. of shit. But for you, you actually don't pay taxes until like a certain point, right? Every quarter and then yearly for the federal. Yeah, pretty much. And yeah, when that comes around, I mean, they pretty much tax you on your actual net income. Mm, so okay. that's that's a good part because you could maybe see you know obviously expenses and yeah, maybe as even, a year going you're kind of already predicting how gotcha. it's gonna go for you but and then yeah this is like where you know where write-offs and stuff come into play where people at the end of the year of 23 you know start buying cars and shit so mm. they can write it off for that year so let's say they're showing that they're making an income of a hundred thousand yeah and they go buy a new whip they don't have to write off the whole thing obviously you finance it you can still finance it but uh-huh. If it's over, what was it, 6,000 pounds or whatever it There's is? There's some crazy shit. Yeah, you could write it off as a- You could write off the vehicle, thing. yeah. So, yeah. And then you could split it up in, like, I think three years is the max. Um, oh, shit. So you split up the full amount, which let's say you bought a brand new truck and it cost you 60,000, whatever. I got you. You split it up in three. 
So then you got 20,000 every year as a write-off. Oh. So if your income was... For you to do something like that, like obviously this ain't financial advice, but I just want to get like a better understanding. What, um, do you have to get like the truck under the business name or how does that work? Mm -hmm. Yeah. It has to be insured and registered under the business. Oh, and used for shit. business. Yeah. You don't have to use it for businesses. You can literally drive it back and home, you know? Yeah. Well, yeah, you're working, home, you're driving yeah. to work. So and he's got to put a logo on it, like your, your, your company name on it. Oh shit. So there's rules to this shit. Yeah. That's dope. Yeah, at some point. I mean, it can be tiny, honestly. But okay, and then it depends. Like, if it's used, uh, I don't know exactly that. So don't quote me on this. But I feel like yeah, I think some trucks. It depends what they carry or what you're pulling with it. You mm -hmm. have to have like a a U dot number. It's basically something to do with the state. So mm -hmm. you see some vehicles, something like a weird numeration on the side. Usually trucks, like work trucks. Yeah. And but I honestly I don't know nothing about that. I've done the circus with the people, but. I never asked what the fuck they're for, but... Got you. Yeah, stuff like that. But yeah, it's usually business owners, they pay up at the end of the year. And, yeah, so uh, it's not fun for them. No, not at all. Especially if you don't really prepare for it. I mean, throughout mm. the year, you're essentially supposed to be preparing for it. It just depends how your business is structured and stuff like that. Um, some people are really aware, really well aware of what they're going to be paying. So yet again, like they prepare for it by buying cars, write-offs and stuff like that, or they just have all their savings for it, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. At the same time, too, with business, I mean, you have a lot of control of, you know, how your business is going. And a lot of people buy cars to get write-offs, but at the same time, it's not always good to do that because mm. your outcome of, like, your net income mm -hmm. will go down. Yeah. So, essentially, you made a net income of 100000 or whatever. If you got that write-off of that truck, so you knocked off 20000 so now your net income is 80000 Yeah. If you want to buy that brand new house you wanted, mm. you need 100000 to... If you have to like get pre-qualified, let's say you so need, yeah. it's a pros and cons. Then, so if you plan to buy a purchase or finance something, they're gonna be like, "Yo, you're not making enough, dog." Like, yeah, you know, so, so it either, hurts you there. Yeah, you pay taxes, you pay more taxes, and you have the ability to get any loan or get anything you want, or you save money and you're not capable as. So it's a little game, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. you got to so, find like like the balance. Like, obviously, you know, you want to yeah. invest, get you know, assets and shit so you could write yeah. them off. Yeah, if yeah. and if you have a good accountant, you know, throughout the year, you're, you're he's kind of guiding you. He's telling you what, mm. as long as you're getting him an idea of what, where you want to go with Okay, it. that's a great question I have. How important do you think it is to have someone, maybe not a CPA, but like an accountant or a tax repair person to kind of be there? Yeah, like, you could definitely do all this on your own, but it's definitely really important, I would say, and just valuable to have someone that can guide you at least. Mm. But yeah, I would say it's very important. because That's it's, good. It's a good investment. Yeah, for the first two years, luckily I've had a brother that's been very knowledgeable with this stuff. So okay. he helped me out quite a bit the first couple of years, probably two years, I would say. But it got to the point where I was making a lot more money than when I started. And then just started bringing on employees and stuff like that, payroll. Got complicated. That's where I'm just like, I don't know. And I figured out, it, pretty much figured out how to do it myself now. But I'd just rather not even deal with it. I'd rather just have an accountant do it for me. And also they have a lot more knowledge and oh, you're, for sure. you're not the only business you're doing. So they're yeah, seeing yeah, yeah. other businesses and they're kind of getting a good idea of how much you should be making and yeah, stuff like that. Yeah. So it's very important. I would say it's something that I recommend. I didn't do it right off the bat, but essentially you're starting something. I would definitely recommend doing it. Um, no, yeah, I will. I for sure will, bro. I appreciate that. Yeah. Yep. Cause yeah, I have no, no, no clue. I don't want to really dive into taxes and learn that shit. I just want to stick into like my, my business and do that. Cause it's tough. if I'm here focusing on fucking every aspect of business, yeah, I feel like I'm not gonna be able to scale as fast as, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, 100%. You got to dive right into it and then yeah. figure it out as you go. 
Yeah, as like a lot of people that do side stuff, mostly like, you know, blue collar people like, you know, that may do welding and they start doing their own side thing or mechanic work, you know. It's good when you do it on the side and then when it gets to a business point, that's where like when a lot of people like get like that that slap in the face where just like, holy shit, there's a lot more into this. Cause like when I was doing this for myself at home starting, you know, yeah, I wasn't paying any overhead as far as the shop goes rent wise, mm. nor was all the money you get. It's kind of just like fun money. You know, you just, it's just jobs here and there. You're kind of doing for people, friends, but once it becomes a business, everything has to be reported. So now the, basically I tell people like 30% of your, what you actually make on a like, job. Like the net. Or, yeah, okay. or just overall, I would say, which is gross, I guess. Gross, gross. okay, okay, okay. Of a job, take 30% of that, and that is for taxes and stuff. But then it's on the bucket. Yep, so if you charge a thousand bucks to do a job or, you know, whether okay. it's welding, mechanical work, whatever. Yeah. Uh, you in reality only made 700. Now from that 700, take away what you use in parts, what you use in material, you know, um, all that stuff. And that's really what is yours. The 30%, you literally got to put that aside for taxes and all other purposes. Yeah, that's probably it. true. And when you're doing it on your own, you don't see that shit. You're just, Would you suggest just putting money aside for taxes or do you have maybe other buckets that you could put stuff in for like, I don't know, an emergency fund or, oh, I'm saving up for this asset or something like, is oh, there, for sure. the, how would you kind of maybe go about that? Yeah. I mean, um, with, you know, your, any local bank of like your credit unions, you can open up as many you can open up 150 saving accounts. Holy shit. Um, yeah. So checking accounts, I think you only have one or maybe two, but I think uh -huh. one, honestly, this sounds, makes sense. Only have one. Oh, wow. But savings, you can open up as many as you want. So you can save up, you can put you all can kinds put of all shit. Kinds so you can put like, this one's for maintenance. So when shit breaks down, wow, this is, so yeah, it's good to set those up. That way you have. I'm going to definitely do that. Thank you, bro. Yeah, of course. Oh, shit. So like when you get, you know, you get, you get payment from a customer, right? Yeah. <clears throat> and imagining yours would probably be, you know, different. Yours would be kind of maybe monthly things of what you're kind of going to go into, a monthly payment. Mm -hmm. Now you could divide that and like, all right, 30% of this will go into my savings. 30% mm -hmm. of this will go into taxes and 30% mm -hmm. will go into putting it back into the business. Yeah, yeah. Some yeah. shit, right? And whatever's yeah. left, that's your fun money. Damn. That's to go fuck off and do yourself. So, but yeah, if you, pro if you set it up right, which is very important from the beginning, which is the last thing we think about because we just want to get her feet wet right and get right yep. into it yep um setting it up from the beginning is very important because then you will definitely set yourself up for success so yeah that makes sense holy shit bro like, no, that's so cool because i've i've been kind of like basically watching like this video module thing and that's what they were saying they're like yeah obviously put money away from taxes um i think this video in particular said 10 percent um put it away for an investment like reinvest it back into the business mm -hmm. yeah like obviously it's your money you could do whatever the fuck you want with it but this guy was kind of more like, yeah, put that shit in, you know, expand it, scale it up, all that. Mm -hmm. I think another 10% was for like um, an emergency fund. Yeah. So just in case like shit just fucking, I don't know, you break a leg or some shit. Like you can't work. I don't fucking know. Yeah. So then you have like six to 12 months reserve of mm -hmm. paying your bills. And I feel like I, I fuck would love that one because a lot of the time it's, I like peace of mind. So knowing that you have six to 12 months to essentially, you know. Yeah, run like run like you you could operate more freely probably you know for sure. So you get, you feel more comfortable going snowboarding. That's one thing I've been recent thinking of recently. Holy shit! I seen like I don't know my feed on Instagram has been like snowboarding accidents and I'm nah, like, fuck, fuck dude. And I heard like a podcast recently of them talking about like snowboarding accidents and 
And I was like, yo, this is actually crazy. Cause like if we just go snowboarding casual fun day, you know, and I get hurt, like, fuck that can cost possibly, you know, if you're, if you're not set up right with that mm-hmm. safety net, yeah, that can literally cost you your business. That is insane, bro. It's, well, it depends what you do. You, you probably be all right. I'm not going to lie, but. Yeah, but people like do like manual work and gotta mm-hmm. go. Dude, that's fucking crazy, bro. So, Isn't there like insurance plans you could get? Because I know like um, I think Messi insured his fucking like left right leg or some shit mm. for like millions and millions of dollars. So if he fucks up, he gets like like half a billion dollars or some shit. Yeah, there definitely is. I'm, I mean, there's got to be something. Yeah. Yeah, I'm gonna so, have to get you one just so we can go snowboarding, bro. Yeah, that's another thing with business owners. You gotta you don't have health insurance. You gotta have your oh fuck. You gotta pay for that on your own. You gotta source it your own and then pay full price because most companies you work for will pay like 40 percent or sometimes they'll be lucky where they pay 50 50 i'm at a i think they cover my whole shit i don't pay nothing out of insurance that's amazing yeah Yeah, that's amazing some some i think i worked before it was a small mom you know mom pop shop yeah yeah, yeah. i think they paid 50 and that was like really good to most people back then so uh yeah sometimes you may get like how you do and that's dope yeah, I got to take advantage of my benefits right now since I'm in that, you know, go to the doctor, go to the dentist, take mm-hmm. advantage of that shit before, you know? Yeah, because you'll be paying full price later on. Oh, but, fuck. I no. mean, luckily, we seems like we have uh, our females are in the health industry, so. That's true. They'll have good insurance, as long as we're married to Oh, that's true, huh? Yeah. <laughs> Damn, I didn't even think about that. That's so, a little incentive, I bet. Yeah, so we're good as business owners, you know, we can do our own shit. Your employees, though, you got to always think about your employees. Oh, though. that's a fact. That's a big thing for employees that they want to work for a place that, you know, that has health insurance. Take care of and shit. So, that yeah, things sense. to think about. Have you ever looked into shit like that or not? Um, that shit expensive as fuck, huh? It is pretty expensive. I mean, I feel like working at the old place where I did, they, I got to, so they had an insurance agent with Select Health, which is a pretty known insurance company. So like, yeah, is it Select Health? Yeah, it might be. I think it is. Yeah. Anyways, they, I talked to him and he was like the agent for them. And it seems like it wouldn't be too bad if I like want to start up for myself. Mm-hmm. But yeah, it just depends. Obviously, your age. I'm not sure if you ever had a talk with like an agent nah, at your work. You know, nah. these guys like literally sat down like, "Hey, do you want to do insurance? Like, do you want to?" I think back then it was required by I think it was Obama we had. Oh yeah, Obamacare and all. <laughs> Every that single person in the United States had to have health insurance. Like got l- it. that was a thing, no matter what. Anyways, so I got on that, and he pretty much told me like, "What's your age? How long? How?" You get sick often and all this. Damn. Dental, he was like straight up. He's like, dude, you're better off paying out of pocket for dental. Wow. Is that expensive? No. no. I paid 300 bucks for the whole year. <clears throat> he said out of pocket though. What yeah. That, what does that mean? So back then when I was working there, I could have added the health, the dental package to my health insurance. Yeah. It would have been like an extra, I don't know, 30 bucks a month maybe. I'm not sure. I don't see it. It yeah, could have yeah, been 40 yeah. bucks a month, right? On my end. And if you add that up by 12 months, 480, it was going to be like 400 bucks. Yeah. And obviously I'm paying only 300 out of pocket. This is saying like, he was more personal. I was like, dude, Got it. do you get cavities a lot? I'm like, no, dude. Last time was probably years ago. And he's like, do you go every six months? I'm like, yeah. He's like, just pay out of pocket for yourself. He's like, save that, save that money. Because essentially, yeah, your health insurance will cover like root canals, like a certain amount and all that stuff. But if you can pay out of pocket, then if you're, if you're going frequently, you're not going to get those and mm-hmm. you're better off paying out of pocket for that. Save yourself a hundred bucks, 150, 200 bucks. But yeah, if you're getting always root canals and you're always getting that's the fucking cavities, problem, yeah. then yeah, luckily I've been pretty healthy in my teeth. So, that's good. but yeah, it, it was really cool. But yeah, you could definitely, I don't think it'd be too bad, but. Be, 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 be. Okay. 
something to consider, you know? Yeah. That is one thing, bro. I, I remember there was some um, some agents where I used to work. But, uh, and they that's one of the reasons they never wanted to go full-time or they still had like a like a job. Because mm, they had a families and shit, bro. Mm, and they yeah. wanted to have, obviously, benefits, you know, for their families and shit. So I remember that being one of the things that was like, damn, like this may be something that holds a particular person back you know? i can see that with a family i mean you have a baby and stuff and yeah especially when they're small they're always getting sick and imagine taking them every time i mean i can only imagine it's gonna be pretty pricey yeah especially some like crazy shit happens it's like probably like, oh, holy yeah. fuck i've heard that dog insurance is really like like dog I health insurance is actually they say it's worth it but i don't know how much do you think how much do you think it would be a month though probably depends on a bunch of shit but in total i probably paid just for the two between the two dogs for the time since i've owned them yeah i probably paid like 700 bucks like okay. on er visits because like one's fucking throwing up something one's shitting this and Damn, you know, it's all you over know, the place you gotta take them into the er really quick and it's about 700 bucks i paid in total which i'm not sure honestly if it'd be worth it for me right now but i think as i get older it's gotcha same thing with humans obviously as we get older that's probably one thing we could. Yeah, have. we we need to go. We need yeah, more checkups. You might want to get that. That's a fact, bro. Okay. Well, yeah, definitely something to consider. So, yeah, yeah. I've never looked into that shit to be honest with you. Obviously, I fucking I've been had that shit for a minute. So yeah, there's tons of companies, obviously, for oh, just like insurance companies for automotive. Um, mm. Tons of health insurance companies, but I realized that it really depends on having it. It's worth it to have a really good company for health insurance because. A lot of providers will not accept your insurance if you don't really have somebody that's like. Got it. So you got to, yeah, you got it. It sounds like it's so important. So obviously we don't know too much information. So if you have a job, yeah, definitely take advantage of that. And if you don't, then maybe look into something. Maybe yeah. there's something out for you. I don't know. Consider that when you're starting a business. <laughs> yeah, no, for sure, bro. Because there's so much shit that could go wrong, bro. Like there's so many insurances now for all kinds of shit now too. Mm-hmm. Like I'm considering getting some shit called emissions and like E and O insurance, some shit like that. E and O. Yeah, it's like errors and emissions or something. So essentially, if the I cars? like, no, nah, it's like oh. if if I fuck up a a number or I fuck up like a business or something. Oh shit! Like they'll have money for me just to like protect me. I don't get sued like mm. up to a certain amount, like shit like that, just in case I fuck up something. Basically, Damn. like I fuck up a number or I fuck yeah, some yeah, crazy yeah. shit up. It's insurance essentially. So. I think that one's about maybe sixty to eighty dollars a month. So I'll probably for the peace of mind. Yeah, peace of mind. Especially, yeah, especially in the especially area I want to go too. in. Oh yeah, because you know they're they're oh, usually the yeah. they have the power. Yeah, <laughs> you're fucked <laughs> there. That's what I'm saying, Ali. Now I got to get this shit. Yeah. No, bro. But okay, it's, it's yeah. The imagine topic. using imagine using them to what do you call it? Like that kind of industry to represent you. The own the same company. Uh, they probably always say fuck no because we're going against you. Bro. Yeah, I would go get someone else. It's cool, but okay. Well, very nice. So yeah, just make sure. Yeah, everything's good. Hopefully, everyone does their you know their their taxes. I wasn't really aware of how many people don't do their fucking taxes, but I always get those calls because like we have a tax service where I work as well. Mm-hmm. So, so right now, from like exactly what you said, fucking January twenty ninth, all the way to like April fifteenth, twentieth. It's going to be a shit ton of just tax calls, people doing taxes. But a lot mm-hmm. of them, bro, are sometimes it's like people are behind like seven, eight years on their corporate taxes, not just their, like personal. And I'm like, 
Wait, you're telling me people are behind? Like that years, bro. I'm like, how the fuck are y'all still active? Like, why are you not? Like, I don't know what the repercussions are. See, that's what's fucked up. Because I feel like, I don't know. I've never had known. I mean, I know about that, obviously. Yeah. People are some, I never knew like seven years. Bro, it was fucking crazy. But either way, I just feel like there's so many penalties and shit. Oh, but I'm pretty sure they're this shit fuck. I ain't gonna lie. Like, I'm, I'm not giving anyone advice. So I'm just saying I've seen that shit. I'm like, what the fuck? That's nuts. Yeah, that, oh. that's really common too. Like it happens all the time. So, oh yeah, I haven't filed my taxes since this this long. I'm like, sir, it's gonna be like like 4K to file your shit. You know, just and that's not paying anything. That's for us to prepare it for you. It's like, geez, man. So, but yeah, definitely. I think it was about two, three years ago we started implementing like some tax service into our work. So, Mm -hmm. was kind of learning about that. Not too sure to be honest how much how beneficial it is because it's it's oh I, I know enough to sell it, but we don't file like I don't file taxes i don't yeah, know what I'm like i do my turbo my taxes on turbo tax the last five years Shout out. so i have that but you know i don't know yeah yeah taxes are they're fucking complicated to be honest. i loved it when i was younger i'm not gonna lie when you uh, just had one w2 one w2 i had my schooling i was like oh okay yeah that shit was easy though yeah you're like oh cool i'm getting a thousand bucks back this month or this year i mean or yeah and then you go fuck off and spend it on dumb shit and for me, it got complicated when I started getting something called a 1099 as a contractor. So when oh. you're a contractor, you get 1099s. And I get that because I'm an like, agent, dupe transaction. So I always get that. Mm. And that kind of changes my my shit a lot. Because mm. now I have to have the W-2. Then I have like, to report on it's that. It's like being your own business owner in a way, right? In yeah, way? yeah, 100%. Yeah. Okay. yeah, I guess that's the thing. It's like I've kind of technically been a business owner. But I, don't, I, I ain't going to lie. I really don't classify that as, as that, though. I just consider that shit his own thing. Like, yeah. con- we'll, we'll we'll keep it as sole proprietor, you know, whatever the fuck you want to call that. Just, mm-hmm. You know, just you know, the contractor. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm not fucking, I don't have a, a building. I don't have uh, too much overhead, you know, an agent, you know. Yeah, that's true. You know, so yeah, it's, it's kind of hard to make you feel it's like, like It's you... like in between. If I, you know, it's between an employee and kind of, because it kind of, it's for you to bring like leads and close them and shit like that. So, mm-hmm. But yeah, I think maybe that's what contractor fits in between like employee and business owner, like yeah. in that fine line right there. Because a lot of contractors do eventually maybe, that's all they do. Like it's, oh, I get a call. Oh, I got to go in a plumber, mm-hmm. for example. Mm-hmm. You know, it's one person usually starting off and they're technically a business owner. They're a pl- you know, plumber getting house calls and shit like that. But technically they're on a 1099, I believe, unless they probably have some type of entity structure where they pay themselves and so I'm saying there's so much complication shit. So yeah, every industry has their own thing too. Yeah, so. yeah that's, that's, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, it's yeah, honestly just good to get inside of maybe someone that's been in the industry you're currently in, see what you know what works the best, or fuck it, if you have nothing like that, talk to an attorney or a CPA, a tax attorney or a CPA for you know tax reasons. But mm-hmm. I found that more most of the time, an accountant or a tax prepare person, not prepare person maybe, but someone that knows the laws and shit mm-hmm. will be beneficial because. Tax attorneys are more like, like they could help you, but they're not really too proficient on. Is that more when you're in trouble? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, exactly. Kind of like more laws and shit where accounts yeah. like, oh, like how do we maximize your return? You know? Mm-hmm. So that's kind of like where they're at. Well, again, like you, exactly what you said, lawyers law, like yeah. strictly law, like advice type shit. So yeah. Yeah. Hey, you're fucked. Let me try to help you out of this. Yeah. Oh shit. What do we do here? You know? <laughs> your exactly. Bro. You up. Yeah. Exactly. So. Damn. It's dope, bro. But yeah, yeah, little little tax season. Hopefully I get a little sound back at least, you know, since unless I got a little W two. Maybe the last year. I was about to say maybe the last one. Maybe the last year and we'll see. Yeah. You know? That's it's it's exciting, bro. Yeah, bro. Hell yeah. Awesome, bro. Uh, 
Yeah. Any uh, any what's your like any plans? I guess for February, like any goals anyway. Yeah, I got some goals for sure for February. So my goals, literally, I'm starting tomorrow. Like I bought um six domain names today. I bought a domain name yesterday. Okay. Uh, domain for the people. Domain names are for the people that don't know. It's like a URL for like a website. Hmm. so you know like walmart.com amazon.com that's the domain it's like the address portion so i basically have these addresses they're not websites yet because you still have to get some like host the website create the website but you but gotta, I, I just got gotta, the address part yeah, yeah so are those hard to get or is it what was the reason of buying or just being prepared pretty much yeah basically just securing the name like for the business name i want oh and okay, then okay. i that's a great question though first one is going to be the business name and usually you don't send emails through that one Mm-hmm. Because if you start sending emails under your actual domain and let's say people start replying or you start sending too many emails, that negatively impacts your that domain. So that could actually fuck up your like SEO rankings. So you get other domains and burn through those so they don't actually impact your main one. It's gotcha. like what I'm fucking learning. It's like, huh. what the fuck? So, we, so what we have to do now is have to basically attach these domain names to like their own emails mm-hmm. and then warm them up. So basically like email random people oh. and have convos. So you want to have those set warmed up, up and warmed up before you give them to a client or. or yeah, yeah, exactly. For, for me or for I'm doing outreach. Exactly. Mm. So just warm them up because the more you warm them up, the less likely your emails are able to go on spam. Because oh, if you're doing all this work and all your emails are going to fucking spam, it's you're, like. You're working for nothing. Yeah. Exactly. So it's kind of like you kind of just set everything up, warm it up. And the longer you've had it. And, you know, obviously, like, kind of like SEO, because you've been pretty familiar. Like, yeah. it just gets better. Like, same shit, kind of like with the name. So, mm. warming up. Yeah, warming up some some shit. I know this maybe a little complicated, but, yeah, basically, just getting a little, just getting further in the process. But the uh, goal for February would be uh, have all of my shit set up in regards to websites. Um, something called a CRM, where you basically have, like, the management for the customers. Um, basically, all, like, entity. Mm. I feel like I want to file my entity, you know. Mm-hmm. So I'll, I'll probably talk to that's, that's big, you. bro. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. You know what I'm saying you're just kind of just setting everything. So it's like the foundation. Uh, exactly. We're ready to go. We have everything. We have the insurances, all that. Mm-hmm. So by February, yeah, hopefully I have everything set up and uh, yeah, ready to go. And maybe it's a hairy goal, but maybe hopefully I try to have a client by the end of February. It's gonna be some. Yeah. That's big, exciting, bro. That's yeah, yeah. That's big. that's like the big goal. Yeah. But but yeah, we'll see how it goes. But yeah, it's always good to over like shoot, I guess you know. Yeah. yeah. Hundred yeah, percent. Yeah, you always want to definitely have a bigger goal in mind than what you really make it to. Because I mean, it seems like you're yeah, just pushing more. Hundred percent. Don't underestimate like ah, oh, this month I'm only gonna do the the I don't know the domains and that's it. Yeah. Like no, try to do fucking way more. You know, hopefully you can get way more than you can, and then see what you can actually get. hundred percent, bro. Just yeah, so. try to maximize my time with them, and obviously try to you know just basically fast forward the process because. You know, it's been something I've been wanting for a long time. So if I could further increase and, you know, start working and, and live my optimal life or whatever the fuck, that'd be, that'd be amazing, you know? Because mm-hmm. I've been thinking about it. It's like a lot of people I think maybe don't, aren't happy or are just, I don't know, just, just regular, just, I don't know, grumpy people. Mm-hmm. But, but I think it's because they're operating out of a place of scarcity where it's like maybe live pay the paycheck or maybe they're just angry all the fucking time. They got to go to work. Mm-hmm. So they're basically not, they're leaving a, again, a place of scarcity where scarcity, where they don't have like too much shit. Mm-hmm. So I think their mindset's always like, it's them versus the world. Mm-hmm. But I feel like once you start like, damn, I have so much, like not that much money, but like as much money that six to 12 months, I'm good. 
yeah, everything's going good. For sure. Yeah, yeah, that plus I feel like you'll start treating the world differently and others. Yeah, and not even, like, and even you know, your own business too. Yeah, that's you, a fact. You want to put more, you have more time. Yeah, so it's like I'm living out of abundance. I'm doing what I like doing. Mm-hmm. I'm fucking happy. Like, there's no reason not to, you know, to be an asshole and shit. You know, like I feel like sure. that'd be cool. You know what I'm saying? Because yeah, a lot of the times it's like if you're backed in a corner. You know what I'm saying? Like, for example, like a fucking dog, you know? Let's say you're, you know, you fucking back a dog into the corner. Oh, he'd piss. Yeah, he's going he's gonna to fucking attack. Yeah. But this motherfucker in the field, like, you let him be, you know, he's doing his thing. Like, he's going to be happy and shit. He's more obedient for sure. Exactly. He's going to be doing his thing. So, weird analogy, but, you know, trying to live in a place of it's abundance. That's facts. That's facts, yeah. Yeah. So, that, that's kind of my goal for February, bro. Just basically the that that shit just go crazy on it but mm. what about you bro you have any goals this month or just my biggest goal this month is just kind of catch up with everything i got going on right now job wise cars get all the big projects out of here and mm. yeah that's pretty much it just kind of get the big stuff out there's some stuff here that we just been you know waiting on parts or yeah. having issues stuff like that so big goal just kind of <clears throat> basically have a clean slate that's so, good yeah hopefully by the end of february just finish with everything we got and then start march with a clean slate and just go from there Awesome. <clears throat> okay bro that's a good ass fucking goal yeah. bro because yeah you are right this there's been some stuff and you it's, know, and I, it's hard i mean it's always going to be part of business you know you're always going to have those uh, hoops you have to jump over but mm-hmm. it's on to the next ones though you know yeah i mean we just know. keep moving forward no that's good but bro. yeah that's kind of my big thing for for, for february at least up. you know mm-hmm. it is the month of love fuck that's a fact bro you got valentine's i think it comes on a wednesday this year yeah it does the only reason i know is i had to reschedule my dentist appointment while i was over in st thomas Oh shit! And then my dentist appointment today that I had orthodontist, and they I already scheduled them both for the fourteenth. That's what they had. So, mm. but yeah, it's on Wednesday. So damn, then them. Okay, yeah, it is a pod day. So let me know if you want to do it on Tuesday or something. You know, uh, I'm free, bro. Loki, I'm think, free too. <laughs> I think my female she works that night. So yeah, like like real friendly. Uh, I think you have uh, work at seven. So we're like honestly, mm-hmm. just let's just do the next day. Following bro. on a weekday too. I feel like most people. I mean, I feel like I've always just celebrated it or done something on the weekend prior or after or something yeah, yeah. if it was on weekend because that's so true bro but it's it's good though that you have that communication though because i feel like some people out there are like oh no it's fucking valentine's that we have to do with this day like yeah like oh like you know i don't know but it's, it's good though that you know we're busy or we have girlfriends that are busier yeah. you know doing their thing but you're gonna be free all right yeah, yeah. Hey, what was Posi- the, a little Valentine's part. We're gonna turn this bitch to red or something, you know? Hey, that's not a bad idea. Yeah, a little little hearts hey, we, and shit. We haven't been doing that. I think we should do that more, like for Christmas and stuff. Hot I guess. Shit. Yeah, green. I mean, green. I guess is Christmassy, right? But like, we can, and then these lights change colors and shit. We could have done that shit for oh, like New Year's wow. or something. That's a fact. I didn't even think about that. We just have to get the timing right, or do you think that it even matter? Because if we record it on February, it's gonna look red, but then ten days later, it's gonna be like. We could try to plan no, for it. You know what I'm saying? Found, okay. Yeah. Okay. okay what should okay. be, I think, next next spot? I think it was this one, honestly. Fuck. <laughs> actually, maybe. I think we I think we got one more, actually. Yeah. I think it's next time. Yeah, next. We'll do it. Yeah, we'll let's do. hope. Yeah. If yeah, not, yeah. then I guess we'll get it fucking afterwards. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I always get confused. Like, shit, we used to be two, three weeks, but now it's two or something, yeah. or 10 days, basically. No, I think we we're maybe okay. Now that you're in a relationship, do you still ask your your loved one to be their your Valentine? That's a great question. I she was low key like trying to hint at me like, "Yo, are you gonna ask me to be a Valentine?" Yeah. And I was like, "Yo, I asked you last year. You said yes. Like, when did you?" <laughs> and then I'm like, "When did you stop being the Valentine?" Because that would assume that you I stopped. You know? Yeah. <laughs> you know that's what I, that was my thing. But it sounds like girls want you to ask them formally and, mm. and do all that. I'm I'm realizing that's kind of where you're going with that. Yeah, 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 yeah. Pretty much. I feel like 
in the years prior, I kind of been like that too. I was just like, the do, I, do I got it? We're together. Like, do I got to ask every year? They, but yeah, I guess you do. They, they want that. Yeah. So. Yeah. Yeah. yeah they, they do. You know, so sometimes you got to, you know, do stuff for them. You know, obviously that's, that's with any relationship, you know, you do mm-hmm. stuff for each other, but. That's actually a good point. So if you all are, are hearing this, you know. Step up and uh, ask your and people ask, to be valentine. Yeah, exactly. You know, no matter how long you guys been together. waiting, you know what I'm saying? I've also heard too that a lot of the time they just sometimes lie or like say something hmm. to see if you'll still do it. Or like, for example, oh, it's my birthday coming up. Oh, I don't want anything. Like, but it's like, it's most likely bullshit. Like, what do you mean you don't want anything, you know? It's yeah. like they kind of. Oh, they for sure want some. Exactly. So <laughs> it's like, yeah, just, just over, just give over value and anything you know just over you know give just give just give yeah that's i don't know and at the same time i feel like you feel better too always being yeah. a giver 100 yeah yeah, yeah. That, that's the thing though i feel like once you start going into like the abundance it's even better because mm. it's like it's not even affecting you anymore like right now let's say i'm leaving paycheck to paycheck and i want to help a family or some shit i'm like fuck like <laughs> like dog you know shit yeah. i need help you know so yeah <laughs> it's like yeah fuck. i feel you there yeah you gotta you gotta be in abundance man you know once you once you're there you fucking you just give bro and giving is, is really good you know because i think we even brought uh the quote what goes around comes around yeah what, that's one of what them was the quote the other one was um people say that happiness doesn't buy money mm. they say those people haven't given enough yet mm, like, that's a becoming fact. money yet it's like yeah like yeah your money doesn't make people right. say money don't make happy it's like bro like the fuck you doing with it mm-hmm. you know you know you know you know you could go Help a charity, a family, you know, pay for some shit, you know. It doesn't even have to be that big sometimes, you know. Yeah. A little anonymous donation on, fuck, what's that one uh, website? Whether you fucking do charitable shit. Honestly, I don't know much about that shit. Fuck, dude. I don't have a brain fart right now. But yeah, I'm pretty sure I'm going to rewatch this. And be There's like, a website for it? Yeah, yeah, basically anything, someone passes away. Oh, okay, you know, okay. There's a cause coming up. Fucking. Uh, go- yeah, exactly. Go find me. Oh, okay, okay. You know what I'm saying? That's one of them. Obviously, that's not the only reason people use that. You could use mm-hmm. it for funding other shit, but you know, that's that's one of them. I don't know. It's 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 kind of hard because I know like Elon Musk is like a billionaire, and he always says that it's he finds it so hard to like basically like basically donate money. He has a mm-hmm. fuck ton of money, but he's like, yo, I don't like donating money because a lot of the shit doesn't even go to the people benefiting from it. That's true. And I'm like, it goes to the foundation, the workers running that shit that's the thing i don't i don't know how that shit works bro because i know there's ceos from nonprofits to get fucking paid millions mm. but it's like are those ceos giving more money to the company like in value than they're mm. getting paid because if they are i guess that kind of makes sense yeah but if let's say the nonprofit makes fucking 20 million a year you pay the ceo to 10 and now they're left with you know some bullshit then it's like that don't make yeah. no sense to me so yeah i've heard that's like how the homeless situations are you know like in california and shit that the these foundations or what do they call the mm. foundation? Uh, yeah. Charity that, thing, whatever that's, it that's is a, for yeah. homeless people. The fucking workers are the ones making millions. And that's yeah, why they don't, that that's why they don't ever want to fix the problem. Cause once they fix it, they don't get paid. So if there's no homeless, they're not the fucking big people. They're not getting paid. And yeah. in a way they kind of keep it going. Kind of the same thing with the jail system, like the, the prison system. Like, how a lot of like, I think Portugal was one of the places that kind of basically legalized everything or mm-hmm. I'm not sure what the correct term is it for, where they basically allowed anything. So if you get caught with anything, you're good. They give you two options. You want to go to jail or you want help because they much rather pay for help. Like you go through treatment than them pay years and years of you being in prison. But here in the U.S., the same prison, com- like prison, the prisons, 
literally fight against that because they're going to be at a job if they do that. So it's, they almost want it's, more it's fucked. Honestly, I don't really think it's anyone's fault in regards to like foundations and shit. I think it all comes down to like state laws, mm. like governments, essentially, because they're the ones that have the authority above like everyone. So for me to blame someone that wanted to start a, a nonprofit that maybe got greedy because humans is going to be greedy everywhere, mm-hmm. it's kind of like, why the fuck are we blaming them? Like, I feel like it should be on the governments. You know what I'm saying? Especially this, I don't know if you've been hearing about like the whole debate shit that we spent, we send so much money to motherfucking, I think it's Ukraine. Okay. They could have paid for everybody's fucking like college tuition here. Yeah. And it's like, that, yeah. what the fuck? That's kind of fucked. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And it's like, we're going to blame the charity for that. Like, no, bro, like, it's the fucking fucking government. That's what I'm saying. So a lot of it does go back to just bad policies. And a lot of the time, I don't want to say we personally vote because, you know, honestly, I don't know. We we, we probably, you know, I vote, you know, sometimes, but definitely just probably for the presidential shit, to be honest with you. I'm not too involved in politics because I've always been a believer to focus on the shit you could control more. Mm -hmm. And I kind of try to stay away from that. But I feel like it's kind of inevitable, inevitable eventually. You kind of have to be like, yo, what the fuck is going on with like, the country? Like, what do we, mm. uh, you know, for me, it's not obviously a priority. I'm trying to do this. Yeah, one. not right now. But, but in 20 years, let's say 20 years, it's been, you know, I'm fucking almost about to be 50. At that point, it's all right. Like, how do we kind of make this a better place for everybody? Like, after, you know, like I kind of took my fair share. Yeah, probably once like, we have kids, we'll probably start. Oh, yeah. yeah. Like, that, that's fi- that's actually a fact. It's like, for right now, it's like, bro, we really don't care about the future for future generations because we're not going to be here but yeah you are right if we do have kids or nephews and shit then you're probably that'll probably fuck you up a little bit and be like damn yeah. like you know what don't want to leave this place a, a shithole for them you know exactly no that's that's facts that's literally that's probably one why one thing right now we don't really focus on shit like that yeah, yeah, yeah. but it's smarter though it's the same thing you said like just focus on what you have control of because yeah, bro. That's what I've been mostly trying to do. Like, what do I have control in the situation? Do all that. That's honestly a really good way to live life because. That's the best way, in my opinion. Yeah, because literally, if one day, you know, fucking somebody flips you off on the side of the road, like, fucking have control of that. Like, there's no reason to fucking get all worked up over it. No, just try to, you know, figure out what why he did that. Did you cut him off? Was he, does he hate his job and he was just trying to go back yeah. home? Yeah, because- what are you. What, what what did you do to cause that and maybe fix that? But don't fucking turn around and try to fuck with them, you know? Oh, yeah, usually it gets worse. I've seen that uh, a few times where... Yeah. Or, or anything, you know? Fucking up, you have a problem at work and, I don't know, see how you can... See what you have control of, you know? Maybe yeah, it was bro. not even your problem. It was a fucking... The part came wrong or... So. There's this, there was this one person at this one job I used to work at. Bro, they motherfuckers would focus on everybody else. And what the fuck they were doing, like if they were coming in on time, if if the lunches didn't come up. I'm like, motherfucker, are you a supervisor? What the fuck? Like, like it, it just would rub me the wrong way because it's like, yo, like you're not getting paid extra money. You're just so here bitching because mm-hmm. I don't know why. I, I, I couldn't understand why you're bitching. It's like, like, bro, do your fucking job, bro. Like, I get it. if you're a supervisor, that's your job. But if you're, you're going at your way to just like shit on people, like it's, I don't know. I don't know. That shit just... I hate shit like that. Yeah, you know, they need to get put in their spot. It's like fuck, all right. but I don't Damn. know. Get one, Ito. People, man. Yeah. Yeah, bro. That's life for you, bro. Yeah, bro. Fucking, but yeah, like you said, just focus on what you control, because there is really no option, other option, to be honest. Mm-mm. You can't control what you can't control. Be wasting your time, essentially. Yeah, honestly, yeah. That's that's one of those things where you just start complaining. 
It's like, oh my God, a fucking, you know, fucking, oh shit, fucking got laid off or something. Motherfucking president did it. It's like, nah, bro, like, the only 10% of the motherfucking company got laid off. Why were you one of those 10%? Like, yeah, you were fuckers. you, you know what I'm saying? Were you not performing enough to par? Where's your industry just fucked? You know, at that point, you could be like, damn, you're right. Maybe that industry, I should have been aware that, you know, it's dying. And yeah, or just your performance. Exactly. But like, oh, I did fuck up. Like, take accountability, get better next time, you know, because there is, there's a, I feel like that's definitely, like you said, the best approach. I remember there was this one time where I used to work at this, I think it was like the first factory I worked at. This dude was telling me that, well, here where we're, where we live, basically working on the base, the Air Force base here, I was like, is fucking top tier, bro. You fucking, you made it. You made it there. You made it in life, bro. That's fucking, yep. holy shit. When yep. I was 19, 20, that was, everyone was talking about that shit. Growing up, that was the shit. And I was like, why? What the fuck? I was always against that shit. Mm-hmm. But I remember this dude came from the base to work with us, some shitty ass job. And he was telling us that, yeah, bro, like I fucked up. Like I've was married, got into divorce, fell into like drugs and liquor, and I just stopped giving a fuck. Mm. And he got fired, bro. Like obviously, the fuck. Of course, yeah. They started working with us, but it's kind of cool. Even when I was like younger, seeing that, like, uh, like I'm gonna be honest, that was the most fucking honest shit ever. And he told that to an 18 year old at the time. And this yeah. guy was like maybe 40, 45. So I remember just hearing that shit and be like, damn, like my man took accountability, and you know he's he's doing his thing, but mm-hmm. he in that scenario was taking control. He wasn't like, oh, motherfuckers. Oh, that fucking white fucking. He knew it was himself. He's the one that basically put himself there. Yeah, bro. He's taking full accountability for it. Yeah, not being the victim, you know? Yeah. So I feel like, yeah, just a a better approach to life. You just live more peacefully. You you know, when you get mad, just get, I won't say get mad at yourself, but be like, fuck. Like, well, you know, fuck, I could have, I should have done something different. I overreacted, you know? And the next time that happens, hopefully you're aware and catch yourself. Yeah, you know? most of the time you're the one that puts yourself in that spot. And honestly, you're the only one that can get yourself out of that spot too. So Yeah, 100%. But, yep. 100%. You're going to dig yourself out. Yeah. No one's going to save you, man. Speaking of drugs and stuff, when was the last time you dealt or... Yeah, I would say... I mean, you really don't talk to or see people in person, but dealt with like someone that's on some sort of drugs. <laughs> I feel like honestly, there's a lot of people that secretly do drugs. Like it everywhere, even where I work, yeah. maybe around like your industry or people you know. Mm-hmm. that just because they're not fucking homeless in a corner like begging for money and shit yeah. that's like the bot that's like the worst that's like you that's that's like bottom 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 of course yeah. but there's fucking levels bro where people like go to jobs like yeah. even in the past where i used to work in sales like mm-hmm. seven years ago before i worked there people would be fucking doing like coke mm-hmm. be doing like pills and shit and like i'm not sure if it was i don't think it was to be better on sales to be honest i think there was just came yeah, from that i'm trying to escape they have a it, problem yeah, yeah exactly but it's it's really common mm-hmm. yeah a lot of people don't really uh talk about that shit because obviously you know you're not supposed to be doing that shit anyway of course yeah. but it's <laughs> it's more prominent than you would think bro especially nowadays where you have like doctors automatically prescribe fucking antidepressants uh fucking um like fucking adderals to like little kids and shit yeah, like yeah. everyone's fucked bro they'd be abusing that shit 100 percent. you know there's a fucking opioids and shit like that that's basically like fucking heroin you know, like heroin is an opioid. Yeah. So they're fucking giving people like pills and fentanyl and it's, it's fucked to be honest with you. It's, it's, it it's a huge problem. So definitely don't go down that path. Don't even do the gateway shit, to be honest with you, if you could avoid it. Gateway being fucking alcohol, weed, fucking nicotine to me is pretty stupid, but you know, some people do that shit. You know, I don't know that, you know, it's just, 
I feel like it's something that doesn't lead to in a positive. Like, obviously, when you're younger, you don't consider this shit. You don't know how lifelong is yet, too. So mm-hmm. if you start doing that dumb shit when you're 20, imagine fast forward 10 years of that youth. You're going to be fucking cooked. Yeah, you done for. You fucking fried, bro. You stuck right the same spot. You stuck in the mud. Yeah. So, yeah, that that's a... Uh, but why you ask that, man? You run into a little crackhead, or what are we talking about here? <laughs> you got a little, little, little tweaker coming in today. It's, nah. It's funny. Yeah, he just showed up. I mean, we have the two shops, and the other door has like a little jingle thing that you can hear in the security system mm-hmm. when somebody goes in over there from this side. So I heard somebody go in there, and like, what the fuck? So I go over there, some guy walks out. What the fuck? It's just fucking goofy fool. Like, I don't know. It seems like they're either always like just crazy, make you feel uncomfortable, or some are just fucking funny. Like, you're just like, what the fuck's going on? To me, on? I was just like, what the fuck, dude? Like, this is... Okay, so explain um, to me. So you basically hear the ding, ding, whatever the fuck the noise yeah, is. Yeah, and I'm like, who the fuck's over there? So like, I go oh, over the there, fuck? and he's like coming out of there. And I'm like, hey, what's up? And he's just like, oh, man, sorry, I went over there. I didn't know. Like, I didn't know what door to go into, blah, blah. And uh, no, he was just asking if we do window tin. And, but just like the whole interaction of like him showing me what he wants done. And what the fuck? It's just extra shit. Was it, was it a whip he pulled up in? Yeah, he pulled so, up. Okay, like, so he's not that, that bad. He looked, yeah, and he's not that one that bad yet. Yeah. But you can kind of tell by his, his figure, uh, maybe that you know he's been he's, he's been shit. through some shit exactly. Yeah, and he was actually kind of a little personal himself. Uh, he told me a little later, right? So he's telling me what he wants. He has like this um this electric car. I won't say what because yeah, 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 yeah. Electric car and it comes in. He's like, I want to do this Tim from here back. Like talking, you know, you know how they are with their hands or just like. Well, if he has an electric from, car, he's doing all right. He's doing all right. Yeah, that's all I was like. I can take this guy serious, but at the same time, I was like, yeah. I take anybody serious, obviously. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No matter what you pull up in, but. Some real shit. But yeah, I'm like, all right, what can I help you with? Show me what he wants. And he's talking with his hands and, you know, it's just mm-hmm. funny because you get to tell he's on something. He's not. Gotcha. Normally don't like express things like yeah, yeah, crazy yeah. and stuff. A little over excessive. And he's like, yeah, I actually used to, I actually used to tent, but I got in some trouble and blah, blah, blah. And I lost that and I lost my talent and. Oh, uh, shit. And all that and. I'm like, okay, cool, dude. Well, anyways, it's this much if you want to do it. And he just kept asking like other services. And he's like, all right, cool. Like, is he have to make an appointment? But yeah. He didn't make an appointment, but he asked if he had to make an appointment or if it was just walking. So I'm like, you know, it's by appointment only. So Got yeah, it. I'll give you a shout out. I guess he asked somebody else. He came across somebody else in a gas station with the name and asked them what they did and whatever and led back to me. So That's fucking dope, bro. A little name on a car can yeah. go so far, I guess. That's facts, bro. And in this scenario, it's it's good not to judge because I know there was some people where I've been at jobs before mm-hmm. where they did come from that drug background and they're trying to essentially like rebuild their life. So mm-hmm. like obviously the past is the past. So if, you know, if those type of people do want to seek help and improve their lives, it's more power to them. You yeah. know what I'm saying? It's definitely going to be harder because addiction is is really crazy. It's yeah. a fucked the thing. And people that obviously have never been addicted to like substances and shit, they'll have no clue what the fuck they're going and through. And some people, they just are, they're stuck like that, you said. I mean, they're, they could be sober as fuck and they're just. Yeah. Well, the thing cells. is, imagine like the the example, the 20 to 30 years, you do drugs for 10 years, you're fucked, right? But it's like, all right, I'm done. I'm good. Like fucking 10 years. Cause I, I ain't yeah. gonna lie. I've, we have a mutual person that we know. I'll yeah. tell you after. Yeah, yeah. But they have one of their friends is maybe 35, 36. And they were on fucking meth for 12 years, bro. Jesus. Like, fuck, dude. Fuck Pretty this shit up. Pretty 20s, yeah. Exactly. Fuck. Like, he, and he even said it himself. And he, my boy told me, he's like, this motherfucker did not miss a day of not doing that shit. Wow. Like, he said that something. He said, yeah, I did not miss a day not, like, doing meth, bro. But now? Imagine if you get to put that towards something else. 
Not That's miss a, a day making a sale, making a call. Yeah, but honestly, this shit's inspirational though. Yeah. Because this motherfucker makes more money. Like he makes, he basically makes like half a million a year. No shit. Holy fuck. So I'm saying like, I've heard of some shit where it's like, you could literally turn your Come shit around. Yeah, there's actually, yeah, I bring that up. There's honestly a lot of stories. Like, like that, huh? That's around, what I'm yeah. saying. Like, it's just because you're, you know, again, your past is not determined, you know, your mm-hmm. future, but it is going to be harder for you. I'm not, I'm going to be honest with you. Like yeah. there's a lot of bad shit, you know, and I, I'm pretty sure 10 years of heavy, crazy shit like that is obviously, you know, detrimental. Yeah. So I'm not really too sure. That's, you know, that'd be cool, honestly, to ha- like talk to someone like that, that's been through that shit, that's open. Pick the brain. Bro, for sure. Yeah. Because if they could do it, bro, you telling me a sober motherfucker can't do it? Like, that's fucking we insane. You can do it twice as better. Fucking 30 times, if not, exactly, you know? Yeah. So it's, it, it, again, it just depends on, you know, your mindset, mm-hmm. your will. Like, if you want it for yourself. Most importantly, yeah. 100%. So, and he wanted it for himself. He was probably like, yo, fuck this shit. I don't want to be doing fucking math no more. Mm-hmm. And literally, he's making fucking half a mil doing his, his thing, bro. And it looks like he's happy, you know. He's starting to go to the gym. That's how I'm like my boy mm-hmm. and shit. You, you, just by saying gym, you probably already kind of have a, a, an yeah, idea. Yeah. And yeah, I met him at the gym and chopped it up and became cool. But it's like, yeah, that fool just, you know, Dang. broke it down. I was like, yeah, bro, fucking, we're doing yeah. math out here. Yeah, you just never know, right? You can't really judge people. Nah, yeah. But yeah, I just brought that up because I was like, I was kind of threw me off today. I was just like, what? But that's facts, bro. But you never know really what anyone's going through. Even no. not even just drug use. Like, but even because of that, I kind of meant it more like you can't judge people from. Nah, 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 nah. Can't nah, judge nah. a book by its cover, you know. Nah, hundred percent. But yeah, it's been it's been a while since I think since I was like, I don't know, maybe since I feel like since my parents had that little uh, market over there and. On 25th Street. Mm. Um, since I would like interact with like just people that were like on fucking heavy drugs and mm. they were just trying to get their, keep their shit together in a way, but. It's sad. It's like, cause it, you could see it sometimes that they're trying to, they're trying, mm-hmm. but the drugs has a fucking like death grip on them, dog. Oh, yeah. That's, that's sad as fuck. That's fucked. Yeah. It's like they want better, but it's like, bro, it's either their environment where they keep going back to. Maybe their friend or their spouse keeps fucking doing drugs, getting them deeper in the hole, and they feel like maybe they don't have help, and you know it's it's fucked, bro. It's 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 yeah. it's really bad to be honest with you. And it's a lot of it's a lot of shit like that going around here. A you lot. know what I'm saying? A that's lot. Fucking Utah, man. Yeah, well, again, we only see the bad shit that we see out on the streets. That's oh, the fuck. that's the that's worst. That's probably three percent, dude. For real. What about the other ninety seven percent that you don't see? Yeah, like that shit is that shit everywhere. Damn. It's fucked, bro. But, <sighs> yeah. Well, to conclude that, I did want to show or read this thing that I seen on Instagram. Yeah. I know maybe the the pod knows that you know we're Alex Ramosi fans, you know, yes, like everyone bro. else in the fucking world. But uh, yeah, basically seeing the, the screenshot that the, like motivated me, bro. It was basically him. It was a picture of him, just to I guess put the picture out there. Picture him. He he looked like he was twenty. Well, right now when I read it, give more context, but he was basically filming a recording a video. It wasn't that actual video. It was like a screenshot of the video, kind of maybe how we're doing now, just screenshot of us, just, okay. you know, but let's, let's read this real quick. And it was a letter to, to basically people's in their twenties, I guess. He said to the 20 year old guys who think they're losing because they don't have $20,000 watch and a hundred thousand dollar car. He said, you're wrong. This is one of hundreds of videos I've made when I was still sleeping at the gym. He said, truth? He said, I took shots before filming because I was so nervous, so afraid to not look not cool. And he said, I had zero watches. I had a 10-year-old car. 
and had I had zero pads, so no fucking hell. Mm-hmm. He said, 11 years later, now the present, he said, who cares about how shitty those videos were? No one. Mm-hmm. He said, the output of the video wasn't the likes and the comments I got. He said, it was who I became. Mm-hmm. And he said, you see my shit now and act like I came out the box this way. He said, you're wrong. It sucked and it'll suck for you too. And you'll wonder not for weeks or months, but for years, if you'll ever succeed. And he says, but the one thing that took me a long time to learn is that I already was successful. He said, you become successful the moment you decide you are. The moment you go all in on you, you already won. The game is in motion. You just got to give it time, time. Is all this to say you're not failing. You're just fucking early. Mm. I was like, God damn. I love that. That fuck, you know, that, that kind of, you know what I'm saying? That hit, yeah. That hit type shit. It's like, damn, bro. Like, obviously, we haven't, you know. Yeah, we haven't got there yet. But reached we're, that we're, fool's level. We're early. <laughs> but, yeah, we're early, bro. Why the fuck we out here complaining and shit, you know what I'm saying? So, it's just a matter of time because we're putting in the work, right? Yeah. I mean, it's only prone to lead somewhere, right? Exactly. And it's maybe not. it's not even this shit. But, like you said, like, fuck the videos and the likes. But it's, like, at the end of this, this journey or whatever the fuck. Mm-hmm. is that who what does this shit actually make us and turn us into you know like mm-hmm. who did it come to because at the end of the day maybe it's not this specific episode yeah that changes or does anything but it changed us as like a lot where maybe in five seven years where we're still doing this shit mm-hmm. that person wouldn't even exist if it wasn't for us building this shit right now exactly and mm-hmm. that's kind of like a crazy realization to be like holy fuck like just keep going you know yeah, I love seeing his shit because it's he definitely puts shit in a different perspective. That I mean, just a lot of people we talk to and stuff. I mean, even talking to you sometimes, like it's just good to surround yourself with shit like that because yeah. we always just see the other shit. Like he literally talks about like the people with the fucking the watch and the you know the million, fucking million dollar car. car. Yeah, yeah, bro, it's like what the fuck. But you don't fucking realize like there's a process to this shit. There ain't no yeah. fucking and there ain't no timeline. You know, everybody got their own shit. Mm-hmm. Everybody got their own timeline. Everybody got their own yeah. thing. So and yeah, and social media is the worst place to get fucking jealous or inspiration from because a lot of that shit fake. I was watching. Uh, it was my boy Gio sent me a video, mm-hmm. literally like maybe four or five, uh, four or five hours ago. But it was basically this this dude that was breaking it down. He's like, "Yo, I know two realtors, a doctor, and some other fool that all fucking go share a urus." Oh, shit. And it's like they all just use it for like contents, or let's say, for example, the real the real estate agent. He basically assigns all his fucking appointments and meetings and all that the week he has the whip. <laughs> Yo, and, and like, dude, and I was like, holy fuck, damn, that shit nuts. And he says that, yeah, I'm not sure if this was correct or not, but he was saying, yeah, the return on investment from the car from showing off or whatever the fuck gets more clients, like the networking because they think they're rich. They're low-key kind of faking it to they make it. Maybe not the doctor. I don't know how much, you know, yeah. doctors out there make, but it's some some crazy shit where like, yo, we're over here looking on social media at motherfuckers with cars. It's like, bro, who the fuck is on the title? It's not like they're showing you the title of the car saying, yo, it's it's mine. You know, you don't know if it's Lee's. Yeah. You don't know if it's his older brother's, his dad's, you know what I'm saying? Or he, if he's fucking splitting the payment with like five, six people. Mm-hmm. So it's like, yo, bro, like, you don't know what the, like, what the truth is. So why are you- getting brainwashed exactly don't even use that for like to fucking i don't know guide you yeah That's, bro 100 percent. so it's one of the things where i was yeah. like what the fuck like what's going on over here yeah bro That's the world for you man that's just it's fucked a lot of people you know fall into that fucking how would you call it like a, a hole i guess 
Yeah, they almost beat themselves down in a way too because of that stuff. I used to be like that. I swear yeah. I was. I used to be like, "What the fuck?" I everyone think, on Instagram, well, I think is everyone, rich, bro. Yeah, I think everyone. It's Kate, yeah. you know. Yeah, I feel like it's cooler for people now though because now it's kind of known. Mm-hmm. Now it's oh, that shit's like all bullshit. But when that shit was coming out, bro, mm-hmm. no one was thinking that. Everyone was like, "What the yeah, fuck, like, bro?" Fuck me, yeah. Yeah, like, everyone was into like remember the Dan Bazarians and yep. like everyone wanted to be like shit like that. But it's like, mm-hmm. bro, that shit's just that's some fake ass shit, like. Yeah, that's literally. a straight fake ass shit. Like that shit, not real. You literally want something. You want an illusion, mm-hmm. and you're chasing an illusion. You know, and when you get, you're never gonna get the illusion. But you trying to get it is not. It's not gonna work out, bro. If anything, usually that opens the door for um for you getting scammed. When you believe that something is a shortcut or you could get it fast oh, and not work for it, so many people fall for that fucking shit. Fucking so many, because no one wants to do the work and actually improve. No one. Uh uh-uh. Like everyone just wants the the flashy watches, the 100k cars, the fucking jets, the the girls and shit. But it's like, like bro, it's not. It don't work like that. No, it's not about that. But if you can sell someone on the dream that they can, you could scam the fuck out of them. A lot of people that are in like con artists and and frauds and shit, mm-hmm. they take advantage of that psych that psychological thing from humans, the greed aspect of it. We can get you there so fast. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Just invest in this. And, you know, there's something called multi-level marketing. Mm. Basically, a lot of people refer to it as as pyramid schemes, Mm -hmm. where the more people you get the fuck on, like, you know, obviously you get more paid and all that bullshit. Technically, they they found loopholes and make it legal. So it's called multi-level marketing. So fucking like Herbalife and shit like that. Like I don't want to bash him and oh, shit. Oh fuck! But it, it's kind of that's how it works, you know. Yeah, it's there's a lot marketing. of shit like that. A lot, yeah, yeah. But it's like that kind. Of, that shit don't really take you anywhere. Like I was watching this one financial uh, Netflix video, and I think that's they were basically talking about that. It's like, yo, you're in this shit. You think like you're making money? They even I think gave this person a, a truck, bro. Oh, but 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 this is what they don't tell you. There's stipulations behind this shit. They said, yo, you have to be making or signing these many people each month. Mm-hmm. Or we don't pay the the payment on the car, so this motherfucker got like a six hundred dollar pay- car payment yeah. if you don't if you don't make yeah, it sell. So you're telling me, yeah. yeah, you don't hit your quota, which means you don't have enough money on top of the, you have a six hundred dollar payment. Fuck. Like that's fucked. Yeah. So a lot of people just they want to sell you dreams that, and it's a lot it's of the shit you up for cap. success. I mean, for failure, a lot of that shit cap. <sighs> it's cap, bro. This shit cap. Oh man. So you got to be careful out there, man. You know what I'm saying? It's a cold world. You can't build like wealth and found, you know, money on like no foundation. You know, you need, you need skills. You need to, you know, you need to know shit, you know? Yeah. Nothing's easy, man. That's nah. that's the biggest thing. All this is just people I think is just. People just chasing. They want the short Illusions, bro. Mm-hmm. It's like chase growth, doggy. Fuck. Yeah. What goes around comes around. Yeah, bro. But you know, that's just a little, you know, multi-level marketing thing, but. Yeah, at least we're putting it out there now. It's just for them to. Yeah, y- y- y'all do whatever y'all yeah, want to do, you, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah, it's your life, 100%. But yeah, bro, another thing that I was made aware of, it's cool, bro. You, you know me, bro. I really don't fucking like working out with people, you know what I'm saying? Shit like that. Recently, I was like, I don't know what it was with this week. I hit up uh, the boy Austin. I was like training him mm-hmm. for a little bit, beginning of this year. Yeah, I think yeah. it was like a week or two. But I hit him up, I was like, hey, bro, like, be pretty busy. Um, I'm actually going to be going to the gym, like, Monday, Tuesday, at, like, 8, if you want to pull up, you know? Yeah, yeah. He's like, oh, I can't today, but tomorrow I'll pull up. I was like, oh, shit, show. Then I hit up my boy, Gio, yesterday. Same okay. thing. I was like, hey, bro. You know, like, let me know if you're trying to go to the gym. He snaps me back. He's at the gym. Oh, shit. Like, he's at the gym, bro. I'm like, fuck. Like, all right, whatever. And then I 
I just keep egging it on because that's how we are. Like, yeah, like yeah, come yeah. to the gym, fool, come to the gym. And then he, like, I think he, like, left, stopped responding at one point. And I think a layer later, he was like, hey, bro, I better see you, fool. <laughs> and this fucker actually pulled up, bro. Oh, shit. Yeah, so shout out to him. He went yeah. twice, one in the morning. But yeah, we hit a fucking workout, like, at 8 o'clock from 8 to 10. Oh, shit. But it was dope because, like, obviously, we, we want to work out and shit. But we were fucking, we were, like, moving weight type shit. Like, we were actually, you know, just fucking, like, we were fucking around, obviously, a little morning? bit. 8, 8 p.m. 8 p.m. to 10 oh, p.m. Okay, shit. Okay. My whole shit fucked now because I'm, you know. Yeah, of course. Do, yeah, 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 yeah. So, you know, we're trying to find, you know, an optimum time. But yeah, from 8 to 10, bro, just fucking working out, did our little thing. But I also picked their brain too because I'm, um, I'm in um, essentially the phase where I'm doing kind of business to business sales now. Mm-hmm. My whole sales career has been more business to consumer. Yeah. Like, you know, like individual things like it's that. Definitely different. Not yeah. organizations, essentially. And they they both had essentially past experience, or even Geo currently works in B two B. So I was just picking their brain on top of that too. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And that just kind of made me realize I was like, damn, this is fucking dope. That friends that you know basically yeah. have some type of skill that I could also benefit from. You know, and like we could benefit from each other type shit because yeah. we all have like different you know not like areas of expertise and shit like that. So I was just picking their brains and getting hella information, and they opened my mind to a lot of shit. You know, like maybe different things I'm gonna open mm-hmm. or like try when it's it's my time yeah yeah but i just kind of basically where i'm kind of want to go with this it's just kind of made me think like yo like we we definitely need those people around us that you know that are basically doing better in, in some areas or at least have that motivation and keeping those friends around bro because for example like my boy geo we got acquainted where you know basically had a job a sales job mm-hmm. and uh, yeah we just always were cool but i was seeing in him that he wanted like more as well yeah and he was actually about it too, because I became an agent, and I think like a semester, a semester after he became an agent, and we're all always like talk about shit. Mm-hmm. I remember we we signed up for this fucking like seminar class where we had to pay like five hundred dollars. We went half and half on it in Salt Lake, and they ended up being some fucking bullshit scam oh, ass shit. shit. So we like I'm saying like we've kind of been like wanting to like Want roll more, and, yeah, exactly. So it's just people like that, like I, I fuck with like. I, I love hard. that shit. Yeah, it's hard to find those people too. And I feel like when you yeah. find them, you got to keep them close because as you get older, your circle of friends just kind of gets smaller and smaller. And and it's harder for people to find people like that as you're getting older because most people already. Yeah, it's fucked, bro. Yeah, because I ain't gonna lie. I really don't have too many friends and I kind of like it like that because, you know, I'm not really don't want friends right now. Like, not that it sounds bad. It's just, yo, I need to fucking, I just need to get my shit up, man. That's all. You yeah. know what I'm saying? But yeah, I do like friends where we're like doing shit. Like, you know, we're doing something productive. You know, we're doing, we're maybe bouncing ideas off, you know? Because that's how I think I am as my identity now. That's just how I am now. It's just, yeah, yeah. That's just me. So if we're over here just talking about fucking playing football and weird <laughs> shit, I'm going to be honest with you. Like, because yeah, my yeah. friends are still into football, I ain't going to lie. Yeah. But like when they be talking about that shit, I I definitely, I'm like, what the fuck? Face the fuck out. Yeah, I'm like, what the fuck is going on, dog? Yeah. And it's not saying that football is bad and shit, but it's it's just... It's not my thing, bro. Like, yeah. I like the UFC and shit, but even that I've fallen off. Like, I don't watch that shit at all anymore. It's just, yeah. like, bro, you know, like, I feel like so many people look at other teams and shit, like, oh, they won the championship and all that. It's like, bro, go win your own championship, bro. You know, you're not on the fucking team, bro. Why you acting? Why y'all excited? Like, you, you fucking won a <laughs> Actually, championship. Actually, like, he owned that shit, yeah. Yeah. And that, again, I remember when I was in UFC and had my favorite fighters and they were win, so I get it too. Mm-hmm. But I feel like there should be... This should be that, you know, cool, fuck with it, mm-hmm. but also have your own thing you're you're striving for, you know? 
I like that. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. Maybe you could say something about that, you know, because you don't, you don't fuck with sports either. So I, I think like no. both of us are the same kind of mindset there. But yeah, I don't know, bro. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. I just, with me with friends too. I mean, I, I feel like I'm just more with, yeah, with these people that I kind of more connect to where I'm with what I'm doing in a way. Mm, Not what I'm doing, but they have the mentality, you know. Yeah. The, the you probably want friends that can relate to you too. Yeah. Because I, I, I did have those friends that were all in the football and, you know, and stuff. And it's cool. Like, you know, like I said, he said, you know, yes. everybody has their own thing, yeah, you yeah, know, yeah. that's their hobby, you know, their. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. Like mine's video games. Like I'm like, what, you know, yeah. I started talking about video games around people. You're going to be like, what the fuck are you talking about? Dog? Yeah. So mine, I was get like, mine was like cars, you know, people start mm-hmm. talking about cars and I, I'm all in, but mm-hmm. yeah, it's just, it is kind of, kind of hard, I guess, to try to do all that. Yeah. It's yeah. cool though. But I feel like the, the clear communication has helped. And I feel like even just having this podcast and like posting it and, and talking and even talking to you has given us like a benefit where it, it kind of gives them a better idea of where the fuck we are mentally. Mm. And it's like, oh shit. Yeah, that's literally you know? a little insight to our fucking lives. Yeah. For the, for the people that listen, you know. 100% bro, because it's like, oh, like, damn, you know. Or like, for example, like the video, I think I posted a video yesterday. It's like, oh, like fucking ego's enemy. And like, I'm just saying, yo, like, let's fucking learn and shit. Like, if I'm not, I'm not going to be just saying that shit to every fucking person I, you know? But now that they kind of know that, they kind of know my intention a little bit better. Yeah. It's like, this fucker doesn't think he's better than me. He's just trying to fucking grow and do something. And yeah. then I feel like they kind of approach that and like, It must be nicer for everyone to have some kind of way to show their identity in a way. Because I feel like a lot of people you run into, you may see, like, we literally judge books by their cover, you know, 100%. before we even get to know them. And, 100% we and do. sometimes a lot of people we may already know may have something we can get out of them, but... We just, we assume that they don't fucking not like any of the shit we do or stuff like that. But yeah. I guess some people, I guess that were around, they have advantage, I guess, to us because they have a pretty good insight of, like you said, yeah, what, we, what we're on, I guess. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And it just makes everything just cooler because yeah. it's like, oh, okay. They're like on, and it's even be- better when they're like on board where they, they, they just, they just know, like, it's just like, yo, like, shout out, you know? Yeah. it's cool and, and i fuck with that the little gym session we have yesterday because we yeah we're just bouncing ideas working out and it just felt like we we're pushing each other like i i always in there fucking going down but it was cool to be like damn like my boy's here too like fuck mm-hmm. let's go crazier because i was like fuck it y'all here let's, let's see if i can hit this pr real quick you know yeah. fucking hit that shit that's a good thing about uh you know having a little group session with gym session i should say with, with like-minded friends. individuals because i ain't gonna lie i do see groups of motherfuckers at the gym they, they do two workouts time. and they fucking out dog they're there two hours and it's a fucking social networking gathering which is you know that's if you're going for that fuck it i guess you know yeah. I, I go to you know get my little shit in i guess i don't know yeah i think at one point i think we're both a little guilty of that we i feel like for we're a fucking kids though bro yeah fucking 19 20 it was a little getaway of like and we were still going crazy too though yeah we were we we're making progress i mean it's not like we were just you know doing the same shit we we're actually trying to guess but no i i feel like we've always been like just doing more than mm-hmm. than was i guess expected out of our range of course yeah a little bit you know maybe i'm not saying we're fucking all that because i would have been you know something back then but you know it's just little by little yeah little by little bro take a step by step 100 percent, bro but yeah something that i just kind of i was just grateful just mm-hmm. grateful about like, yo it's dope yeah I'm it's cool i mean that subject you were talking about kind of b2b sales and stuff that's mm-hmm. something i really don't have a ton of experience in yeah either i mean yeah, yeah. i've dealt with a few you know. shops you know a little bit but now you bring that up i mean yeah usually it's just consumers you know customers mm-hmm. that walk in the door 
reach out to me through social media. I'm not really one out to reach for people, but the mm-hmm. B2B thing, I definitely think it's, at least in my industry, it's definitely, it's more guaranteed work, like consistent work. Because mm-hmm. you're obviously, you're, usually for mm-hmm. me, it'd be like a business, like a dealership or something oh, like that. Oh, shit. You're doing repetitive. I have ideas for you already, but keep going. Um, Or or body shops and stuff like that. But I yeah, like that. It kind of opened up an idea, I guess. I fucking like that. So for you, this is how this is where this is the information I got from yesterday. I'm not trying to yeah. like I literally was kind of getting more of the how the fuck does this shit work? Yeah, so on BDB, mm-hmm. usually have multiple positions. So the first position is the some usually call them appointment setters. These are the people that scrape lead lists, try to figure out who the fuck has a problem to basically basically the solution you have the solution to a problem they have. So you find these the people that have the problem. Mm-hmm. And then after that, you try to get them on the phone, try to give them at least some information, be like, yo, I, you know, you have this problem. This is what we kind of do. And they are the appointment setters. They don't try to close the motherfucker on the phone. They, they basically schedule an appointment, a meeting, a presentation, a webinar, something where someone else, the closer basically talks to them and basically was like, yo, like, this is the demo. This is fucking, this is what we do yeah, yeah. to show more about the product. But in your scenario and in my scenario, we're both we're gonna have to be the appointment center and the closer as well. Yeah. But in in your regard, what you can do is fuck. I feel like for you, it'd be really advantageous to pull up with in person to be honest with you, mm-hmm. and be like, hey, you know, I just wanted to, you know, always drive by you, you know, you guys. I just wanted to pull over, um, let you, know, you know, just kind of introduce myself. I'm Alex. You know, this is what I've been business in. You basically do the spiel. What the course, fuck you do? Yeah. And then we, and then instead of trying to do something there, be like, oh, do you guys have a general manager, someone I could talk to mm-hmm. later on? Basically, try to schedule a meeting with them. They might be too busy there. Mm-hmm. Maybe you could get the fucking meeting there. You know, that's possible too. But if they're general managers, like, oh yeah, would you, would you have some time tomorrow? Mm-hmm. Something like that. And then that point, they say yes or something. At that point, it would be beneficial for you to even go home or do it the next day because now you're like, oh shit, now I'm gonna have a meeting with the person. Could maybe research more about them and have le- like a little more leverage exactly yeah, essentially basically feel more personal when you actually go to talk with them because you know they'll feel like it's more personal because you know more about them than exactly you. exactly and at that point just ask questions oh do you guys have any people that do details for you or i don't know what the fuck your goal would be you want to, yeah, to be honest at this point i just have any, to literally you know go saying? into at least in my thing yeah i had to be basically going to try to sell them on me i guess because i feel like every dealership now in town has their own people so you're literally just you're fighting to who can get the the cheapest number for them because that's essentially what they're in for dealerships is hmm paying the least amount got you but that depends what you're going into yeah yeah, yeah. i I guess that's true another thing you can position it is like maybe like you said it's like oh fuck they already have a person Instead of being like, all right, uh, thank you. I'm fucking out of here. Mm-hmm. Okay, no worries. Well, if you guys ever get too busy mm. or, you know, this and like, like this, I don't know, fucker is sick or something, like yeah. the person you have, then Here's my they have you. And then let's say they one day decide to give you one car and you fucking knock it out the park. And they're like, sure. holy fuck. And at that point, you might have just gained a whole client. The- or th- or think of something else maybe to include that they're not doing, which should be something small as far as like we've talked about it in the past. Like, Yeah, bro. I don't know, an air freshener or deliver the car personally to them. Like don't have them transport it for you. I don't know. Just like anything you could add value by communicating a little bit more. You could, it's you, you, that's up to you. You know that you're the business or you're the creative. Mm -hmm. It's you're essentially like doing an offer, 
But a lot of these B2B things, mm-hmm. this is what I found, they don't get closed even after like maybe the first meeting or demo. It's up to you to basically nurture that relationship. Check in a, a week or two weeks later or maybe pull out like a, a month or two out. Be like, oh, yeah, hey, hey just wanted to, you know, yeah. how's it going? Yeah. And then usually you just, it's all about relationships, bro. And then you're yeah. in there. Now you think about it, you're literally reminding me of someone that I have come in all the time. He's my rep for my cutter. He mm. stops in. I mean, I bought that cutter fucking years ago, right? And yeah. he stops in literally like. Why does he do that though? Just to keep knocking that door. Like, hey, may- maybe today he needs something, you know? That's and what I'm saying. You're, you're there. So if I ever need something, like this guy's literally been in here like every other month. Like that's the first person uh, I'm going to hit yeah. up for. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. That's exactly what you're the doing. Seed. Yeah. Pl- exactly. That's what you're doing, bro. So that'd be something that, yeah, if you maybe are ready to maybe try that or see yeah. how that goes. and Definitely some time for that, but mm-hmm. at least I feel like I have a better idea of it now. Because like I said, I don't have much experience in it now, but. Yeah, at least you have like somewhere where you're like, oh, like. Yeah. Exactly. Just get, well, you don't even have to, like, again, maybe you don't even position it. We're like, oh, I'm going to go in for the sell. Like, oh, I just want to, my goal today is to meet the dude that operates this and, mm-hmm. and just leave him with a good impression. That's my goal that's today. It, yeah. And that's, and I'm pretty sure you're not going to be a better anxious too. And yeah, going in, you're not going to be, you're not going to have anxious. We're like, fuck, I got to sell it. Da, da, da. Yeah. Or I didn't get the sell. Fuck. Yeah. It's like, bro, I just, I came in, I fucking did my thing. Cause that kind of reminds me back with that one lady that would go to my uncle's insurance shit and fucking mm. remember your birthday and shit. It's like, oh fuck, we need this one client came in. He wants to win shit replaced. Who are we going to hit up? Mm. Like, oh, fuck, hey, this dude just left for the detail. This customer really wanted his shit done. Like, oh, oh this fucking dude that keeps coming in and we she talk to him. him. yeah. Boom. It's all a relationship business, bro. Yeah. That's like another layer on top of all this shit. Where yeah, I'm starting well, to really We had the glass guy at the body shop I used to work at. I mean, he that's kind of like my mentor guy. I kind of told you the business and stuff. Mm-hmm. And every I think it was Christmas or whatever. I mean, we gave him a shit ton of work. The body shop did to him, obviously. We picked them over anyone else just because the personality, the workers, he, he did a great job. And and every Christmas, he'd come and fucking bring us, he'd buy it. He'd go to, to, fuck, what's the place in the mall that sells like the pretzel bites and oh, shit? Oh, yeah, yeah. He'd bring just a fucking, a fuck ton of pretzels for everybody. For yeah. everyone. And then just randomly, you know, always bringing in shit. Like just really? basically thank yeah. the company, you know, in a way. Because then it's, at the end of the day, you know, we're putting bread on his table. So Yeah, yeah, 100%, bro. It's, Again, it's a relationship, bro. Like you're, you know. You know Mm-hmm. it's like and the, i feel like that would be the best like do you want just a random dealer to be like oh here's another car here's another car like, oh hey bro like we just got some shit bro like hey we're gonna send it to you like, oh yeah bro. like i got you bro yeah you know what i'm saying and then more than likely they're probably in similar positions with like-minded like attitudes mm-hmm. and maybe those be- can become friends and you could keep expanding or maybe fucking kill it and they refer you to somebody now mm-hmm. now you have only referrals for regular shit now you have fucking b2b referrals where it's like oh hey we know this other dealership or you know there's a bunch of franchise uh, dealerships where it's like oh this other chain that's closer to you actually need some shit yeah if they're like in a pickle or they need to get done fast because yeah exactly those are those are going to be the opportunity moments so where Mm -hmm. they're like hey like like, let's test them and obviously it's no question you're gonna fucking market like your quality is insane so sure yeah just a matter of time bro that's dope i like that yeah you know uh, rabbit hole we got into there yeah, you know, a little food for thought. Yeah. A little food for thought, bro. But yeah, yeah, just just trying to, you know. But but that's kind of what uh, I've been understanding. A lot of, like, kind of like the mentor I have now. Mm-hmm. That's what he's saying. It's like a lot of these people you're going to talk to, you're not going to close them, to be honest. He said you're probably close 3%. Mm-hmm. 3% ain't shit, bro. Out of 100 people, you're going to close three. Oh, fuck. But he said, 
if you keep following up, you send keep following up the emails. Eventually, yeah. You, you keep saying, "Oh, hey, we actually we just work with this um, this other office, and look what we look what we did for them." Mm. You're showing like proof now, like proof. That's big. That's that's big with the detailing. I've always uh, I had this conversation with someone about detailing. How like, oh, I had this guy that I know. He went and tried mobile detailing, and mm-hmm. he went door to door, not door to door. He just went to people's houses and put cards in there. Um, mm, okay. I might have talked about this in the pot in the pot before. Yeah. But business, business cards on the wipers and just like walked away. That's it. And I'm like, dude, that's like, if I was me, I'd literally be like, hey, we're in the area doing the fucking Johnson's over here. We have time to do two more this week if you want to get on our schedule. Like, dude, the real estate agents do that. And that's shit. it. Just walk away. Just, you know, that's a fact. You literally plant the seed. You got to, they're, they feel more personal now because you're in the neighborhood. They know someone you know. And yeah. Yeah. That's, that's a beautiful set because the agents actually do that. So mm-hmm. there's a tactic where you have an open house. Mm-hmm. You go to the fucking, you're setting up for the open house, you know, you have some time. An hour before you print out flyers, you knock on the neighbors, all the neighbors' doors. Be like, oh, hey, it's going to be in the area. We actually are selling your neighbor's house. Just want to invite you if you wanted to come by. Mm-hmm. And at that point, it's like the fucking neighbor lives in the neighborhood. Why would you invite? want to invite him? It opens the door for a relationship to maybe introduce you to other potential people that want to sell the house as well. Yeah. So it's like an actual tactic that works, bro. So mm-hmm. that's crazy. You said that, like agents be doing that shit. Yeah. Versus so, if you just fucking get a flyer, you're just like, fuck this shit. <laughs> oh, I ain't gonna lie, I never read that shit. Nah. So you, you know, you usually try to lead with value. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And obviously, if you're leading, oh, we're selling your neighbor's house, I just want to invite you. It's like, yeah. at that point, it's like, you just got invited to uh, go see your other neighbor's house. Maybe you're curious, maybe like, oh shit. Yeah. You know? Like, I maybe would, to be honest. Now you feel invited. Yeah, no, you're like, you're, oh, not, you're not the weird guy just showing just up. Showing just showing up, not want to buy a house. Exactly. Yeah. So that I, I'm saying, like, maybe that's not too much value, but it does add a little value where you're like, oh, I got invited to, you know, go check out my fucking neighbor's house. I don't fucking know. But basically, there's there's a lot of shit you, you can do. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So uh, that's dope, man. We got some more more information today. <laughs> Same. Same, bro. That's, that's all I try to do each day, you know, just pick people's brains and shit. Yeah. But uh, yeah, bro, I don't go lie, bro. That's kind of it for me, my boy. Uh, do you have any, you know, final thoughts or anything you want to, you know, leave the people with, my boy? Nah, man, just keep your head up. Facts. Uh, <laughs> keep it, keep, keep it going day by day. Facts. Where we get that from? Keep your head up. It was some, uh, or, some YouTube video. Keep your head up. Keep your head up. It was like this little rat or something. I don't know why today <laughs> I thought about it. I heard something like on a podcast and they said something similar and I'm like, keep your head up. <laughs> <laughs> now I'm gonna find the video after this shit. That's, but yeah, yeah, man. That's facts though. Keep it going forward, you know. Keep it going forward, y'all. I like kind of like Alex Ramosi said, you probably are like, fuck, this is gonna work out. It's probably been months you've been trying to do something. It's not, you're not seeing results. I'm gonna be honest, it might take years. I've been, I've been, I've been wanting to do my own thing since I was 18. I'm fucking 27 now. You know what I'm saying? There's probably way faster things I could have done, to be honest. And I got distracted a lot of the time and didn't keep working day to day a lot of the time. But one thing I always did continue doing was growing and learning, thankfully. Mm-hmm. And that has led me to, you know, just feel better about myself, you know? Yeah. And uh, yeah, hopefully you guys could do the same, you know? So, yeah. 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 But thank you all for people, if you're still listening. X. And let's get this February. Let's get this going. All right. Well, deuces, y'all. Peace.